we inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio Network. I'm Walker Wildman. So good to be with you today on the show. Our website where you can check us out is AFR.net. Go to the core page at AFR.net. AFR.net. Click on the AFA at the Core podcast page. You can listen to all past shows there on the website. You can do the same thing on the AFR app. It's free. Download the American Family Radio app, and you can listen to the core at your convenience there. So those two ways are the best way to keep up with American Family Radio and to keep up with AFA at the core uh, on uh, those two platforms. Also, we have our brand new AFA streaming website up and running. We just went over 1,000 subscribers. We went over 1,000 users a couple hours ago. Uh, according to our IT director, Tony Vitagliano. Uh, so we're probably around 1,200 to 1,500 now. So it's gaining some traction, and folks are going there. They're creating a free account, and they're watching uh, all of the great content there um, on the AFA streaming platform. Hey, last segment, we're going to mix it up a little bit. Um, and I like to I like to even surprise Bobby and Marty. Uh, you know, because that's what we got to do. It's Wednesday. I'm feeling a little free. Uh, the Democrats got it handed to them in Virginia yesterday. So the last segment, we're going to take calls, but we're going to do a little trivia on about American Family Association. We're going to do some trivia on American Family Association. I'm going to ask a couple questions. And the first three callers to get the questions right, or to get the answers right, rather, are going to get three different products that I brought in studio. I'm going to ship it to you for free this afternoon. So stay tuned for the last segment. We are going to take calls like we're doing now every Wednesday. Uh, but instead of just uh, ranting and raving, you know, like I do on the line, uh, we're going to uh, take some trivia questions about American Family Association, a little bit about our history, about my grandfather, Don Wildman. And those who get them right, I will send you some product in the mail this afternoon. And, you know, I might can just get you a free subscription for maybe a month to AFA streaming. You know, one that's like you get access to everything, but then you don't have to pay for it for a month maybe. Um, we'll see if we can work that out uh, last segment of the show. Boy, if I only had the track to the Candyman. Yeah, Bo- Bobby's <laughs> going yeah, to step out and like call into the show and try to act like he's somebody else. Yeah, yeah I'm, my name's John Smith and I'm from Georgia. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Where did Bobby go? Oh, Bobby's outside he calling in. Goodies. Yeah, he's calling into the show, snagging all the gifts. Um, that's Bobby Rosa for you. Hey, our verse of the day is out of the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 31 and 32. Uh, do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways. Do not want to be like the man of violence, for the devious person is an abomination to the Lord. But the upright are in his confidence, uh, in the confidence of the Lord. So that's Proverbs chapter 3, verse 31 and 32. 
Next segment, we're going to have on a special guest. Uh, we're going to have on next segment, Joel Noble from Samaritan Ministries International Healthcare Sharing. So this is an alternative to um, uh, to some of the major uh, health insurance corporations and the Obamacare exchange. Uh, this is Samaritan Ministries International Healthcare Sharing. So we're going to have Joel Noble on next segment to talk a little bit about their work and uh, about some legislation that affects uh, access to private uh, health care sharing options, such as Samaritan's uh, minist- Samaritan Ministries. So we'll talk with Joel Noble next segment about uh, that. Um, busy, busy night last night. And I've got to say, you know, the, the thing that stands out to me the most is the thing that is also not finalized yet. And that is the race in New Jersey. The race in New Jersey is within, last time I checked, within 100 votes is where we were um, just about an hour ago. Is within a 100-vote difference. And now we are, let's see if I can get some quantity. There we go. All right. So, in, in remember, this is, this is blue New Jersey. This is blue New Jersey. This isn't purple New Jersey. This isn't Texas. This isn't Florida. This is blue New Jersey. This is Democrat country, all right? And the incumbent there is Phil Murphy. Phil Murphy, the Democrat there for that, that's the existing governor, the current governor. Well, a fellow that I actually hadn't heard of until yesterday, so shame on me, not shame on him, uh, Jack Ciatarelli. Let's just go with that. Ciatarelli. He was running on the Republican ticket for governor in New Jersey. Well, that race now is within 15,000 votes. It's within 15,000 votes there in New Jersey. So some things have changed within the last hour. But nonetheless, still under under one percentage point different uh, difference, about point, uh, point 0.6 uh, percentage points different difference there in New Jersey. And the, about 80%, uh, 86% of the vote is still in. So you still got 14% outstanding. So we'll see where that goes. But that was, I mean, even if even if the Democrat holds it, Phil Murphy, I mean, this is still a, a, a big deal to even have a Republican come come moderately close to taking the governor's seat in uh, New Jersey. It really tells you not necessarily about where the Republicans are, but more so about where the Democrats are. They're so out of touch with every average day, um, every everyday Americans that it's it's showing when people go to the ballot box. And this is this is reflective of the NBC poll we talked about on Monday, where seventy one percent of of Americans favor Republicans to run the country, uh, and then we went through issue by issue, and, uh, and and showed where Republicans are leading in all the major issues that Americans care about. Well, I've got a couple of clips from last night's um, election coverage, and it was it wasn't anything new. All right. Um, but it's the same old, same old. We have the fear mongering. We have the race baiting. Uh, we have, um, all the, the, the falsehoods that get spewed on a daily basis by the mainstream media put out there. And, and some Americans believe this stuff, by the way, some Americans, uh, all they do is watch mainstream media. So they don't get American family radio, but they should. They're not getting much of Fox News. They're not getting Newsmax. They're not getting all these alternative media outlets. Instead, they're getting this propaganda day in and day out. So first off, 
let's uh let's head over to let's head over to um let's go to uh, clip four here let's head over to cnn this is van jones van jones is cnn political commentator he's also a former obama administration official and this is him uh, accusing and claiming that Glenn Youngkin, the Republican who just won the Virginia's governor's race last night, that he is a virus, he is a disease, and he doesn't need to be around. Clip four, let's listen. First of all, it's not over. Um, you do have the, the grassroots uh, folks out there uh, fighting for this on the Democratic Party side. The stakes are high. Uh, when this election is over in Virginia, we will know. Have we seen the emergence of the Delta variant of Trumpism, the Delta variant of Trumpism? In other words, Yunkin, uh, same disease, but spreads a lot faster and can get a lot more places. The suburbs, if they fall to him, you well, now that's implying that. Yeah, that Yunkin is more dangerous than uh, well, the president. I, 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 well, former well, president. No, no. More easy to spread. OK, because oh. be, more, more easy, easy to spread, because if you, if you look at what he's doing, he is playing footsie with the worst of Trumpism. That he's, he's putting himself forward as a champion of parents. He's, he, this is a referendum on parents' rights. But he's not talking about, but he's, he's using the, all the critical race theory, uh, uh, head fakes and head nods, which is a softer version of a very uh, uh, virulent kind of anti-black uh, 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 posture. And so I think we're, we're, uh, this is a very big deal because if this is a pathway, if you can flirt with Trumpism, if you can flirt with Trump, and still put and, and still win in the suburbs. That's a new development for us. All right, that is that is that's just bad political comment commentate comment. That's bad political commentary. All right, that's just from a political standpoint. Not to mention, it's all built on on the on the on the racism card, the anti-black. What what on earth? Where do you get Glenn Youngkin equals anti-black? There's no there's no facts backing that up. And this, this for the, and by the way, that was about an hour before the polls closed. So Van Jones saw what was coming. This is the Democrats, and when I say Democrats, folks, I'm speaking broad. This is about the only area I feel comfortable speaking so broadly about. CNN is part of the Democrat Party. They are the they are the the major media conglomerate network arm of the other Democrat Party. I mean, they're all in bed together, and so Van Jones there. Can't talk policy, can't talk school choice, can't articulate what on earth the Democrats stand for, or what Terry McAuliffe stands for. So instead, let's start insulting the 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 character of Glenn Youngkin based on falsehoods and, and, and accusing him of being racist, so on and so forth. That's all they have, folks. This is all they have. This is the Democrat Party. And we saw that Virginia voters don't like that. At least the majority of them, they just don't like that. And by the way, on a few of the issues that the Democrats, such as Terry McAuliffe, claim to have some kind of standing, they really have no standing at all. For example, this issue alone, Terry McAuliffe ran on two things in the race. He ran on, number one, parents shouldn't be involved in their child's education. All right, that was basically his position. And that's not an exaggeration. That was he said parents don't need to be involved in picking out the curriculum that their children are being taught. All right. The second thing he ran on is we're gonna give teacher teachers raises. All right. We're gonna give teachers raises. All right. 
Why is that even a, a, a position in a campaign? How easy is that to say, we're going to give government workers a raise? Well, okay, so we're basically bribing all the teachers so they vote for me? I mean, that's not really – what I'm getting at is that's not really a solid meat-type issue on the ballot. That's just a carrot. Let's just throw it out to the teachers and say, yeah, 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 we're going to give you a raise. Okay, well, I live in Mississippi. We're a red state, and we gave teachers a raise last year. So that's not like a Democrat issue. That's just a, hey, I need to get this block of government workers to vote for me, so I'm going to tell them I'm going to give them a raise if they elect me. Uh, so there's no meat there, all right? So that that issue, we don't need to, like, let CNN and them fawn over that issue. Oh, we're going to give teachers raises. Okay, they get raises like every five years, if not more. And so not saying we shouldn't give teachers raises, but why is that something that's being, you know, lauded as this big noble campaign issue? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Um, unless you're trying to win over their vote, all right? And 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 the teachers, you know, I, I don't know if we can broadly say how they vote. Probably depends on where they live. Um, but apparently Glenn Youngkin didn't get enough of them last night. Um, another clip I want to play um, is let's go to MSNBC. This is Joy Reid. I mean, there were so many of these that I really couldn't get enough of them this morning. Uh, this is Joy Reid pulling the uh, uh, racism card, the KKK card. Clip three. Let's listen to this. Moving in the right direction at this point. And the exit poll showed that, that, which was interesting, that the coronavirus or that the virus was a very has low was not importance to many yes, of the voters which there. Was it was education, right. which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. And I mean, unfortunately, race is just the most palpable tool in the toolkit. It used to be of the Democratic Party back right. in the day when they were Dixiecrats and now of the Republican <laughs> Party. It just is powerful. Wow. So COVID, the voters don't care about COVID. Why? Because it's way overplayed. So MSNBC, they admit there, Rachel Maddow just said, the voters didn't care about COVID-19. Yeah, because that's not a winning issue. Who wants to talk about the pandemic? We've been doing that for 18 months. Instead, education was the key issue. Education was the key issue. Why? Because parents in Virginia and parents across the country have said, enough is enough. Enough with the indoctrination. We're about to elect ourselves to the school board, et cetera, et cetera. And we're about to decide what our, our, teach, our students and kids get called. AFA at the core. Be back in a few minutes. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah weren't the only Jewish exiles in Babylon. They weren't the only people under Nebuchadnezzar who knew that Yahweh expressly prohibited worshiping graven images. Yet they are the only three recorded in Scripture who refused to bow down and worship the golden statue. Though they were an extreme minority, they refused to go along to get along with the Babylonian culture. The way of Christ following may be in the minority today. It is, nevertheless, the way. Resolute is the disposition of the fully persuaded. In this modern-day Babylon, be one of the three. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. 
This is Raising Godly Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. No child is perfect. They disobey, they fight with their siblings, and sometimes they're just downright hard to parent. For Christian parents looking for godly advice on how to discipline their children, the book of Hebrews has plenty of wisdom to share. God disciplines us for our good, in order that we may share in His holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Godly discipline is more about guidance and less about punishment. The next time you find yourself needing to discipline your girl, pause. Consider how your discipline can create change for the better, not just temporarily patch the problem. Like what you've heard? Learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. Are you concerned about the future? The AFA Foundation can help. End-of-year giving allows you to offset your current taxable income, providing you with valuable tax savings on this year's return. And your generous gift will help further the mission of AFA to inform, equip, and motivate people in the culture war for years to come. Through the AFA Foundation, you're supporting the work of the American Family Association by helping individuals and families leave a legacy to help stem the tide of secularism and rebuild our Christian foundations. As the end of the year approaches, carefully considering what to give and when to give it can increase the impact of your gift while still meeting your own needs as well. For example, with a cash donation, your itemized tax return may allow you to receive up to the full value of your charitable gift. Contact the AFA Foundation through Facebook at our website, afafoundation.net, or call 800-326-4543, extension 345. AFA at the Core podcast are available at afr.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. At the core here on American Family Radio, that was Bill and Gloria Gaither. When I survey the wondrous cross, that was a live, um, a live audio there. Not live right now, but it was recorded live at a concert by Bill and Gloria Gaither. When I survey the wondrous cross, uh, that was our worship Wednesday song. And uh, as you can tell, I like to mix it up a little bit. Bring in a little bit of contemporary, 
and uh, do some more traditional as well. Uh, so hopefully that uh, blessed you there. Hey, I want to welcome to the line a representative of Samaritan's Ministry. Joel Noble is with us with Samaritan Ministries. Hey, Joel, welcome to AFA at the Core. Thanks for having me. Joel, we like to have different uh, partner ministries on that are involved in not necessarily the work that we're doing, but similar work, all work for God's kingdom. And uh, Samaritan Ministries is doing just that. We hear the commercials. We see the uh, advertisements about different type of health uh, care sharing, uh, cost sharing ministries. And there's a couple out there or a few, um, but... Tell us a little bit about Samaritan Ministries, kind of where you guys started and where you are today. Sure. So Samaritan Ministries is an alternative to health insurance. And what that means is instead of money coming into the office or money going into a pool, we um, direct the money uh, member to member each month. So each month, uh, our members there's about 85,000 households nationwide send their, what we call a share uh, directly to another member that had a medical need. And then in return, when they have medical needs, they're trusting that member uh, to send shares directly to them to help out with their medical bills. You know, Joel, one thing, I, and I'll be, I'll be honest with you here, the one thing I, I, I always get when I, I talk to people who are participating in either Samaritan Ministries or other uh, type organizations that, that do this healthcare sharing uh, program, or uh, 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 that's how how it's set up. I always hear good things. I mean, I, I'm being serious. I really, I've, I've asked probably, I probably talked to at least ten people who participate either in Samaritan's Ministries program or other like like minded programs, and I always hear good things, good experiences. Uh, from these programs, so you guys are doing something right. Uh, I'll tell you. Tell our tell our listeners if they're interested in this. Maybe they're in uh, 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 with their with their uh, company on their company's uh, plan, or maybe they're in some kind of exchange or whatnot. Uh, tell our listeners uh, just give us some background on how this works. I know you mentioned kind of a broadly how it works, but give our listeners a little more specifics. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll use an example from my own family. Uh, we're a family of six, my wife and uh, four boys. And each month I receive a uh, slip in the mail. So I get a newsletter from Samaritan, just has some uh, articles um, about, um, you know, health and also some encouraging articles about what's going on with our members uh, but in there is also a slip that's got a uh, another member's uh, name and address and their medical need. So I uh, get that slip, and it may let's just say it's Bob Smith, and he's broken his leg. So I know that I need to be praying for Bob's complete healing, and uh, it's got his name and address. So my family um, is going to send uh, a check or go through PayPal and send directly to Bob who had the broken leg. And so he's going to get my check or my uh, deposit into his PayPal account, along with a number of other folks that equal uh, the amount of bills that he turned in. So when he broke his leg, he contacted Samaritan and we sent him a form or he downloaded a form off the website and he submitted his original itemized bills. So it's probably, you know, maybe a doctor's office. If it was after hours, maybe an ER visit, a radiology bill, 
most likely for a broken leg. He submits all those bills, we process it, and then sign enough folks to send to him. So he's going to get all those checks, uh, cash those, or take it out of his PayPal and go and pay all his doctors with it. That's that's awesome, brother. Awesome what you guys are doing there. Hey, there's another, there's a more specific issue I want to talk about that's going on in Texas. And you guys, sure. uh, your organization is speaking out on this issue. Uh, there's a proposed bill in the Texas legislature uh, that could end up eliminating health care sharing options like Samaritan Ministries. Uh, tell our listeners what's going on there, uh, who on earth is bringing this bill up, and what's the status of it as, as, as it stands today? Sure. Um, the good news is that um, the legislature uh, ended a few months ago, and we were able to defeat that bill um, literally at 11.57 uh, p.m. Uh, the day before um, it uh what they call a uh, crossover mm-hmm. or, um, you know, it had to have three readings. And since it didn't have its second reading by midnight that night, so we were able to defeat it with three minutes to spare. Uh, it was house bill 573. Um, oddly enough, a <clears throat> fairly, you know, well-known conservative uh, pro-life, um, you know, Christian credentials uh, brought this bill. Um, we tried to work with the rep for many, many months. Unfortunately, uh, he was unwavering. Uh, there had been some issues with uh, a bad actor uh, in our industry. Um, so we understood, uh, you know, some of the background of, you know, why he thought this was necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had, you know, a lot of alternative language, a lot of, you know, consumer protections. There's already law in Texas protecting consumers against these type of bad actors. Mm-hmm. The attorney general in Texas shut down this bad actor, um, you know, more than a year ago. And so ultimately this bill was not, you know, necessary. It would have put tons of regulations on our industry. Uh, ultimately, it would have put us under the Department of Insurance, which was the biggest problem with it. And once we're under the department, then they're free to start making, you know, regulations and restrictions on this, uh, ultimately telling us what we'd have to share and not share, um, even to the point of, you know, eventually could even, you know, determine that we have to share in things that would be morally uh, opposed to like abortion. Yep. Uh, but fortunately, uh, we were able to defeat that bill. And Texas being in every other year legislature, um, you know, we've had kind of a reprieve. And uh, we're hoping that we don't see that bill again um, in 2023. Yeah. Uh, everybody I know from Texas loves that the legislature only meets every other year. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe I wish Washington would take, pick that up. Hey, let's just, let's just yeah. come together every two years and do less damage to our country. Uh, that yeah. would be a winning strategy I think we could all get on board with. Hey, uh, Joel, thank you for coming on, brother. Uh, Samaritan Ministries, y'all keep up the good work, and I hope some of our listeners will go check you out. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All right. SamaritanMinistries.org is the URL. SamaritanMinistries.org is the URL. We'll also post that link on my podcast page at AFR.net. So if you're listening to the podcast later, uh, you can click through there. Very convenient for you to do. That was Joel Noble with Samaritan Ministries. And if you're in Texas, make sure that your representative, your state representative, knows, uh, uh, make sure that they're aware that you don't want this bill brought back up in the Texas legislature, even in two years from now or a year and a half from now. That bill does not need to be brought up. Uh, we need we need more groups like Samaritan Ministries and less government. We do not need to be rolling uh, private 
nonprofit organizations like Samaritan Ministries under uh, some governmental agency, some governmental department. It just doesn't need to happen. We need more private actors, less government actors at play in our in our healthcare uh, health insurance market. Another story I wanted to mention was um, um, out of Breitbart. I came across this very encouraging article. You know, I had on uh, Patty Garibay with American Heritage Girls last week, uh, the Christian alternative to the Girl Scouts, and uh, they put out a press release this past week uh, making it very clear their stance, their view of women and how God has created women and men uniquely different. Uh, This is from Breitbart. This is dated November 1, so Monday. As Christians, we must engage in this debate, American Heritage Girl founder and executive director Patter Garibay said in a press release distributed to the media. Quote, Scripture is clear there is a difference between male and female, and it is worth celebrating. End quote. She goes on to say that Scripture defines the true nature of a woman, relational, nurturing, vulnerable, with a love for beauty and a desire to respond, Garibay said. God-given femininity is a gift and when freely accepted, will bless a woman throughout her life. She goes on to say, We believe that biblical femininity is the core essence of every woman purposefully designed by God, Garibay said. He has created men and women differently on purpose with intentionality. Um, so that is from American Heritage Girl. So good for uh, Executive Director of American Heritage Girl, Patty Garibay, for speaking up, standing up for God's design for human sexuality. Speaking of human sexuality, you know, I came across this story out of Florida, which was very, very disturbing um, last week. And you talk about parents wanting to know what on earth. Uh, I'm just giving that back to you. Bobby handed it to me earlier. Um, no, that's all right. I wanted to. Uh, uh, OK, so back on the on the parents being involved and in what their what their students are uh, up to when they're going to school. This uh, story is out of Florida. Here's a headline. Florida school board member accompanies elementary school children on a field trip to a gay bar, a.k.a. a homosexual bar. Here is the quote from the Broward County school board member, Sarah Lenardi. I was so honored to be invited to chaperone Wilton Manor's elementary's field trip to the Incredible Rosies. The students and I had a fun walk over and learned a lot about our community. A huge thank you to Rosie's Bar and Grill for hosting this special field trip every year. Well, what is Rosie's Bar and Grill? Well, it's a gay bar in Florida, in Wilton Manors, Florida. So they took these elementary school children to a homosexual bar on a field trip. All right. And Terry McAuliffe and the rest of the Democrats want us to, us parents, to back out of our child's education and just let them run free. All right? And when you do that, this is the kind of stuff that happens. All right? And and I want to hit on this note, and that is, there is this, there is this thought process amongst public educators Um, and you hear it from Terry McAuliffe, you hear it from the teachers' unions, that parents just need a butt out. Parents just need to stay out. They just need to take a hike. 
us PhDs, us folks with our master's degrees, we're the smart ones. We've been to all the Ivy League schools. We know how to pick the curriculum. We know to, how, to, how, to, how to decide which field trips we get to go on with the kids. And so you parents, y'all are a bunch of bumpkins. You don't know what you're talking about. And you ought to just go back to work, go back to the house, and stop trying to come to these school board meetings and tell us what to do. All right? That type of, that way of thinking is out there. It's out there amongst public educators. It's out there amongst school administrators. This, this mentality of we're better than you parents. We've got this figured out. We went to college for this. You know, we went to, we got a degree. We've got continuing education credits in this stuff. We know exactly what we're doing. We've read all these secular humanist researchers who tell us how we can indoctrinate our children and turn them into government rats, government-run students. And then down the road, they'll all vote blue. They'll all vote Democrat. And so uh, reason number 7,584 as to why (laughs) you should know, Bobby, what on earth your children are doing at school. Because if you live in Broward County, Florida, well, they could just be going to a bar with some people who are sexually deviant. Call me old-fashioned, but don't they still have permission slips and releases signed by parents, especially for elementary children? You know, Bobby, good points are not allowed to be brought up on the show. I'm sorry. I beg for (laughs) forgiveness. (laughs) No. To your point, you, you can't paddle at least in this state, and it probably varies district by district. But in many districts across the country, you cannot paddle a child. You cannot paddle a teenager without a permission slip. So was a permission slip sent out before they took these kids to the homosexual bar? Probably not. I don't know that definitively, but I don't know which parents, there may be some, that decided to opt to send their kids to this bar, but I highly, highly doubt it. So if we're going to have permission slips to give paddlings, then let's have permission slips before we show deviancy to our kids. Or how about this? How about we just don't take them to the gay bar? How about instead we take them to the local church and let them volunteer with the local church? Hmm, how about that? I like that? that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, how about we do that, Broward County? Stay in tune with what your children are doing. Stay in tune with what your children are doing. Hey, here's the number to call in, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. Call in, and I'll give you the questions here in a few minutes. We'll be back in a few minutes, AFA at the core. In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. The word justice is thrown around quite a lot these days. It's even incorporated into labels like social justice warrior. So many people call for justice, but what does it really mean? 
In the AFA Journal, Ed Battagliano has written an article that looks at the difference between the cultural view of justice and the view that really counts, God's view. He also shows how righteousness and justice are scripturally connected. The article is called The True Social Justice Warrior. Read it today at afajournal.org. The church is growing big time in Latin America, and here's why. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. If you follow groups like Barna who measure church growth in America, they'll tell you it's somewhat stunted. In fact, it may have even dipped here in America. But it prompts you to look at where is it growing around the world. It's in places like Latin America because people are willing to suffer for the gospel. Let me tell you about a church outside of Caracas, Venezuela. They are rescuing women who are kidnapped and forced into prostitution by the drug cartel. They're serious about this. In fact, one of the members was killed by the cartel. His corpse pulled behind a truck to make an example to other Christians to stay out of the way to the cartel. But I can tell you this church is focused on what they believe God has called them to. And they have led more than a hundred women, former prostitutes to faith in Christ. And these women are needing Bibles because they're non-existent in that part of Venezuela. Please, at $5 a Bible, make your most generous gift by calling 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD or give at sendbiblesnow.org. That's sendbiblesnow.org. I'm Peter Rosenberger, and this is your Caregiver Minute. Sometimes as caregivers, we look at the problems in our field of view and try to tackle all of them at once. The healthy approach is dealing with what is nearest to us. My martial arts instructor often tells me to fight what's closest. A distant opponent can wait until we deal with the obstacle directly in front of us. Difficult things may lurk on the horizon for caregivers, but fixating and fretting over them, that's just unhealthy. Planning is appropriate, but we better serve ourselves and others by focusing on what lies within our grasp rather than living in the wreckage of our future. Sometimes it's as easy as just doing the next right thing, which may be taking a nap, calling a friend, or even visiting your own doctor. Look, we both know that more challenges await us, but let's deal with today what's closest and do the next right thing. This has been your Caregiver Minute with Peter Rosenberger, brought to you by Standing with Hope a ministry for the wounded and those who care for them. There's more information at standingwithhope.com. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to American Family Radio. This is AFA at the Core. I'm Walker Wildman. Glad to be with you today. Hey, here are our questions For today's trivia, here are the questions for our trivia today. Um, Let's see. What year was American Family Association founded? And Bobby and Marty can't cheat, and they can't tell our our audience what year it was. What year was American Family Radio, I'm sorry, American Family Association, AFA, what year was AFA founded? All right, so that's the first question. For our callers, the second question is, tell me one core value of American Family Association. Tell me one core value of American Family Association. Thirdly, lastly, tell me the full name of my grandfather. Tell me my grandfather's full name. That's a little tricky one. Um, I bet one of you will get it, though. So those are the three questions. What year was AFA founded? First question. Number two, Tell me one core value of American Family Association. And number three, tell me the full name of my grandfather that founded American Family Association and then later founded American Family Radio. Um, that's the that's the three questions, and here's the number to call in, 
888-589-8840. And just let Richard uh, know which one you want to answer uh, when, when he picks up your call. Uh, we'll go to the lines and let's see. All right, I'm having trouble, Bobby. Can you click on D from Florida? All right, thank you, Bobby. Hey, D in Florida, welcome to AFA at the Core. Hey, hey, D, are you there? Uh, yeah, you're breaking up. Um, you're breaking up. Uh, okay, talk, talk, talk a minute more to see if it gets better. Yeah, I'm sorry, D. I think we got we, you got a bad cell signal there. I'm sorry. We'll have to we'll have to let you go and maybe try calling back in. Uh, check 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 your signal. Make sure you got a good signal. All right, let's go to Connie in Georgia. Hey, Connie, welcome to AFA at the Core. Hi. Hey, Connie. Thanks for calling in to the Core. Thank you for listening. I just had a statement to make. My question would be. What business do we have taking our children to a bar in the first place, whether it's gay or any other bar? <laughs> or do they not have to be a certain age to get in? Ah. Is it not against the law? Uh, you make a good point, Connie. Why take kids to a bar in the first place? Very, very. That, you're correct. There is way too much deviant behavior going on. Yeah. Way too much. Yeah. Good point, Connie. Let's just not take them to the bar. How about that? Let's keep them in school or take them down to the local church to volunteer. Hey, thank you, Connie, for calling in. All right, we got some folks on the line wanting to answer some trivia questions today. Uh, Janice in Kentucky. Hey, Janice, welcome to the core. Thank you very much. Which one do you want to try to answer? Which of the three questions? The years that she started. All right, let's go. What you got? 1977. Boom! Boom. Janice got it. Man, we yes, need a, we, ding, we need ding, a, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find an alternative to the cowbell. Amen. All right, we're scooping <laughs> trivia Friday. They're gonna get mad at me. They're gonna be protesting when I get off the show. <laughs> we are scooping trivia Friday. Uh, we're only gonna do it once a week. All right, uh, and we'll, we'll Bobby will find some kind of uh, audio we can play when you, right. when you get the answer right. All right, you are correct, Janice. My grandfather started the National Federation for Decency in 1977, later changed the name in the early 80s to American Family Association. So very good job, Janice. Hey, I'm going to send you, Janice, this one's special. Um, Our call to faithfulness, the voice and legacy of Don Wildman. These are selected columns from the AFA Journal by my grandfather, Don Wildman. So we're going to send this to you. Hang on the line, and Richard will get your address here in a few minutes. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Janice. We got some good history buffs out there. Good for Janice in Kentucky. All right. We're going to go to Wendell in the great state of Iowa. Hey, Wendell, thanks for calling into the court. Thank you. Hi, Walker. How you doing? Doing pretty good, brother. Which, uh, which question you want to try to answer? I, w- I-, I was hoping to uh, name one of your core values. Absolutely. Go for it. I'd like to profess along with you that that you were created to further the gospel of Jesus Christ. Is is that your answer? 
It is. All right. Well, you know, not precisely, but you're pretty much there. Uh, one of our core values is evangelism and discipleship. Hey, turn your radio down for me, please, brother. Um, I'm sorry. In the background, I can hear myself coming back, um, like we were in outer space or something. Um, evangelism and discipleship is a core value of American Family Association. For that, I will give you following the carpenter parables to inspire obedience in the Christian life. Another great one by my grandfather, Don Wildman. So we'll send that to you, Wendell. Hang on the line for us, and Richard will get your contact information. All right, uh, the last call we're going to take today, because I only brought three things in. Maybe we should have gone all, you know, socialistic and democratic and brought, you know, hundreds of things in and just gave everybody everything, even if you didn't get the question right. Uh, that's what Bernie Sanders would say, dude. Ooh, a trophy in every pot. Yeah. Hey, uh, we'll go to Steve in the great state of Mississippi. Hey, Steve, uh, welcome to the core. I appreciate that, Walker, very much. Yes, sir, brother. Um, which, uh, which one of these three questions do you want to – well, I guess we only got one left. <laughs> we only have one left, and, and this is a bit of a guess, and I'm surprised you don't already know it. Uh-oh. I believe his middle name is Walker, Don Walker Wildman. <laughs> am I correct? No, sir. You are you're not I correct. Am, I am not correct. <laughs> I think you're just trying to get something for free, all right? I think you knew that wasn't right. No, is that is that? I, know, I did not. I, I did not know his middle name. Okay. I figured. I figured that's how you got named, though. So go on to the next caller. I'll be listening on the radio. I want to find out what it is. All right, brother Steve. Steve from the great state of Mississippi. Uh, I would say, Steve, wait on the line, and we'll get your information. But you didn't get it right, so we're just gonna have to let you go, brother. Uh, maybe next time you can call in and get it. Hey, by the way, I used to get called a Walker, Texas Ranger. I used to get called Walker, Texas Ranger all the time. And that show, yeah, you're, you're right, Marty. That show was great. And for those folks that are calling in on the line, Richard's going to get to you in a minute and get your name put in so we can try to uh, get to the next caller. So hang in there. Here's the number to call in. The last question we have is the full name of my grandfather. This is a tricky one, all right? The full name of my grandfather, uh, call in 888-589-589. 8840-888-589-8840. The last question that's unanswered is the full name of my grandfather. Hey, while we're waiting on the lines to fill up, I want to go to one more clip uh, from what all's been going on in Virginia, New Jersey, all these elections yesterday. Uh, let's listen to clip two. This is Senator, I mean, this is Vice President Kamala Harris last week talking about the importance of the Virginia election. Because you see, what happens in Virginia will in large part determine what happens in 2022, 2024, and on. All right, Senate, uh, Vice President, I keep saying I want to say Senator. She was once a Senator from California. <laughs> yeah, more appropriate. Yeah, Vice President Kamala Harris says what happens in Virginia affects what happens in 2022 and 2024. Well, in hindsight, I sure hope she's right. <laughs> in hindsight, I sure hope she's right. Now, she's going to retract that statement. The media is going to bury it. And, oh, the Virginia was just a blip. The Virginia was just a speed bump in the race towards socialism. That's going to be the narrative by the mainstream media. All right, let's go back to the lines and take a call from Nathan in Kentucky. Hey, Nathan, welcome to the Corp. Hey, I can't believe I got on. Yes, sir. You made it on your special day. Uh, you think you know the answer to the last one here? Oh, the 
one where AFA had what year it was founded? No, the again? the last one I've got. Good try though, uh, Nathan. The last one I've got is uh, the full name of my grandfather. Uh, Walker Wildman. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys, you guys are going the easy route. Playing today. up to the host. You guys are going the easy route. Y'all are trying to. Y'all I, are... I don't know what it is. <laughs> I had a question also about the last topic you guys were talking about. All right, say that last part again. I missed the last part of that sentence. I had a question about the last topic you guys were talking about. The sure. School took the kids to the gay bar. Yeah, go ahead with your question. Do most states have laws against minors being in establishments that serve alcohol? Yeah, I mean you're 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 that that is probably that is true. I'm sure, depending on which city you're in or which county you're in. Um, but th- there's probably some kind of loophole they went through here. I mean, it was during the daytime, so maybe it wasn't open for for alcoholic beverages. Um, I, it's a grill and bar, so that gets tricky. You know, which part just serves burgers, which part serves alcohol. So you get into all that, uh, Nathan. But but the the point is, kids shouldn't be going to the bar, and I think that's what you're getting at there. Uh, that's why there's yeah, laws against that in, yeah. in certain parts of the yeah, country. Yeah, that's true. Hey, I love you guys' show. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. I love y'all. Hey, thank you, Nathan. Thank you for calling in and for the kind words. And uh, good question there. From Nathan in uh, Kentucky. All right, we have Tim in Alabama, the state next door. Uh, we will go to Tim in Alabama. Hey, Tim, welcome to the core. Uh, hang on, we're gonna we're gonna get Tim on. There we go. All right, hey, Tim in Alabama, welcome to the core. Hey, well, uh, Walker, or uh, is it uh, Donald Eugene Wildman? All right, what what was that middle name again? Eugene. Eugene. No, I, I I'll give our listeners uh, a tip here. All right, it does start with an E. All right, it does start with an E because I want I want somebody to get this. We got about three minutes left. Somebody's got to get this trivia question. Good guess, Tim, but that's not it. Our, our our listeners are driving on the road. They're so mad at me. Why would you ask the hardest question? How am I supposed to know your grandfather's middle name? <laughs> Well, you know, they can't all be easy, all right? They can't all be easy. I'm that teacher that that has to put a really hard question on the test that nobody knows. Uh, so maybe we'll get an advanced student to get the question. All right, Tim, thank you for calling in, brother. All right, let's 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 go to a few others and, uh, and move down to uh, Sharon. Uh, all right, so we'll go to Sharon in Ohio. Hey, Sharon, welcome to the Corps. I'd like to answer the full name of your grandfather. All right. What you got? Well, I'm going to take a guess at it. Was it Donald Ellis Wildman? Boom! Sharon in Ohio got it right. Yes. Donald Ellis Wildman. Good job, Sharon. I'm so proud of you. We got some good AFA history buffs out there in the heartland. All right, Sharon. Uh, Hey, how long have you been listening to American Family Radio? Oh, my goodness. I can't remember. It's been a long time. That's that's a good answer. Good answer. A long time. What part of Ohio do you live in? I'm in Richland County in Mansfield. Mansfield. Yep, that's where our station is. Our tower's in Mansfield, actually. All right, Sharon. Well, we'll let you go. St- stay on the line, though. Uh, Richard's going to get your, your address, and we're going to send you the last thing we got standing, and it's the it's, – it's my DVD, all right? So I waited – the worst for last. That's what I did here. No, I'm kidding. It's pretty good. 
Three Steps to Rebuilding America. It's a cultural institute video. Three Steps to Rebuilding America with your your uh, your host here, Walker Wildman, with myself. Three Steps to Rebuilding America. It's about a 40-minute 40 40 presentation um, on three steps to re- rebuilding America. All right. Well, there goes all of our all of our resources today. Um, all, there goes all of our resources today. And if you're asking, well, you know, maybe I didn't get the questions right, but where can I get these resources? Well, that's a very good question, students. Very good question. You can go to resources.afa.net, resources.afa.net to order all three of these products, all three of these resources. You can do that at our resource center resources.afa.net if you would like to live or if you would like to stream my cultural institute here you can go to our brand new streaming platform by the way if you want the dvd and you're a dvd person that's fine we got dvds available but if you want to just watch it on your mobile device on your tablet on your laptop you can go to streaming.afa.net streaming.afa net and create you a free account and watch three steps to rebuilding America actually this one may be uh, you may need to donate to watch this one on the streaming platform but nonetheless it's up there ready to go on AFA streaming and if you're te- if you if you're in the car and you're saying to yourself man Walker gives out like 20 URLs uh, on the show and I just can't get them all written down that's all right folks don't worry all you got to do is bookmark my podcast page at AFR.net. You bookmark my podcast page at AFR.net, then Bobby, my producer, is going to put these URLs up there, and boom, one-stop shop place to find out all things mentioned on AFA at the Core. That's our website, AFR.net. Click on my podcast page, AFA at the Core, Walker Wildman, and everything you need will be there. Hey, great show, folks. Glad we got some calls, and we got to keep fighting for our country. Keep fighting for our families. Keep up the good fight. We're called to be salt and light. That's what God's Word tells us to be in Matthew. We'll see you next time on AFA at the Core. Amen. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.